Hi everyone! Today I sat down with a fellow actor who I took a class with a few weeks ago at the prep with Sarah Baskin, who's an amazing acting coach, Brooklyn Nordstedt. She is 13 years old and lives in Alabama. She started acting at 7 years old in community theater and then moved on to professional acting at the age of 10. Since then she's done a lot of really everything, theater, TV, film, commercial, voiceover, and uh, we talked a lot about youth and the audition process and a little bit about getting an agent and what it's like living in Alabama in the industry. Yeah, it's gonna be super cool. Hope you guys like it. Hi everyone, today we have uh, a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Brooklyn. We did a class together because we share an amazing coach a few weeks ago. Um, and here she is to introduce herself. Brooklyn, take it away. Hi, my name is Brooklyn and I've been acting professionally since I was 10 years old. And yeah, I just love it besides acting. I just, I really love to create things is just me, yeah. That's awesome. So my first question is something that it's first question I ask everyone is like the typical questions. How do you get started? Why did you wanna do it? And when did you make the decision that you wanted to do it professionally and not just like for fun? Okay, so when I was seven years old, I was obsessed with the movie Annie, so my parents took me to see it at a local theater, and I instantly fell in love, and I looked at the back of the program, and there was an advertisement for acting classes, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. I begged my parents, and that's where it all started, and you know, for a while there, I was just doing uh, local theater. Well, then we saw that Alabama Shakespeare Festival was holding auditions for Mary Poppins. So I was like, okay, let's try this out. So I went and I got to the callbacks, but I didn't make it. But then I went to audition for A Christmas Carol there. And I landed the role of Belinda Cratchit in A Christmas Carol. And I was so excited. And from there, I got the role of Helen Keller at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, which was like, the most amazing experience. And so, yeah, that's how I started acting professionally. That is so cool. I, I know, I, I feel like a lot of people start with theater, musical theater, yeah. plays in general. I, I thought it was so important. I love theater so much. Obviously it's starting to come back now. Like that's, that's where I started too. I feel like all of my acting friends started in theater or s still do it like when they can. Yeah. Um, but you also do, um, cause I know you, when you started doing it professionally, how did you get um, your agent and how did you start auditioning for things other than a theater? Okay, well, my friend from Alabama Shakespeare Festival is kind of all connected, invited me to a summer film and TV acting camp. And there we like performed for the agents and managers. And then after that, an agent from Atlanta, Jay Purvis Talent Agency, they contacted me and wanted to be my agent. And then recently in quarantine, I signed with Take Three and I'm so happy to have them on my team because they're the best. <laughs> there, that's so cool. So you have an agent in Alabama, like a local agent, and then you also have Take Three in New York? Yeah, well, uh, Jay Purvis is actually in Atlanta and then, you know, Take Three is in New York. So yeah, oh, right. they're in different spots. Right. Oh, that's cool. So did they um, take three and um, Jay Purvis, both of them, because I knew you had them at different times. Um, did you only start auditioning for theater, theater at first, or did you also do like um, television, film, commercial, voiceover, stuff like that? Well, you know, I think uh, Jay Purvis just represented me in TV and film. And sometimes if they got like commercials or voiceover, same as take three, they just send it over to me. 
so yeah they it's just I guess it's kind of like a freelance thing so I just whenever they find something for me they send it to me and I do it so yeah oh okay that's cool um this is an interesting question the in your opinion the biggest difference from going from only doing like theater and musicals and plays to going to tv and film auditioning what do you think like the difference is and also have you ever had to self-tape for theater oh yeah okay yeah i have had to self-tape for theater actually one time i auditioned for the sound of music tour and um on tape and i got a call back for it so we went to new york and you know i didn't get it but it was still like the best experience ever Great. and yeah um i feel like it is kind of interesting transitioning from doing the theater stuff to the tv and film stuff you know it's like a whole different style of acting and they have a lot of differences but as far as like rejection goes I'd say they're about the same it's still really hard but you know I just feel like you have to keep creating and keep going on to get yourself through even though when you don't feel like it because uh, it's a lot of times when you don't feel like it right no yeah I I totally agree the biggest thing for I've heard from also a lot of other people that transitioned from theater to film and people who still do theater there's kind of like a switch that like you have to learn to do because the acting is like it's just different. Like your, yeah, your expressions have to be, you know, much more when you're on stage because there's yeah. so many people watching you. And then you do on camera and you have a close up and it's like, it's like close to your face. Yeah, it's like, whoa. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that that was kind of a shocking difference when I started doing it professionally too. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so different. I mean, it's the same kind of feeling, like you still love it, but it's mm -hmm. just like a little different, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. How do you prepare for TV film auditions and does it differ for theater or do you have kind of like the same quote unquote process? Well, it may differ a little bit from theater. I don't do as many on tape since I don't live in New York. I don't really do a bunch in person, but um, on tape, I kind of uh, it's usually like you sing a cut of a song. So I kind of just look at the character and try to put the character into that song, you know, um, but for film and TV, I do have a sort of process. I get the script, of course, and at first I like to get to know the character and it's really funny. I actually draw the character and I put all of the adjectives well not yeah all of the words to describe the character around the character and for some reason that helps me and then I just start studying and putting myself into the character into the scene I don't like to study all at once because um I feel like when I study for a long time at once I kind of perfect it and I really that's not something you really want to do I just want to be in the moment so I like to study for like 15 30 minutes at a time take a break you know just come back to it so I don't get stressed about it right um do you so how do you like to do your training because I know some people like to do it differently some people like to only do group classes some people only do private some people do both how do you do it well, I like to take the group classes just whenever I can. Whenever I see a group class, oh, that's great. But whenever I have an audition or I want to work on a specific song or just something like that that's like single, then I'll get just a lesson, a private lesson is really how I like to do it.
did you um have any training besides theater before you got an agent or is that kind of your training to get it yeah well i i i took acting classes for theater at my local theater and I didn't really have any training for film and TV. I just did that one week of the summer camp class and then we did the showcase. And yeah, I don't know, I guess I just had, I just toned it down. Yeah. My acting down and I felt like, I was like, oh, this is a lot easier. I can be more natural and I don't have to worry about being all big and loud. That's fun, that is really fun. But it was like sort of nice a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I, I was the same way. I had all theater, like no on-camera experience at all. Got an agent, yeah. you know, got like auditions and I was like, oh, this is different. I kind of yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and also with like um, training or um, prepping things or like whatever you want to call it, like how important do you think that is in terms of before you go professional and once you're there? I feel like it is really important because a coach is not just going to help you with your acting. They're also just going to support you and guide you and be your inspiration. And I think that's something that everybody should have. Yeah, I agree. I, I, there's this um, lady on YouTube. She used to be a talent manager. Uh, her name's Wendy Elaine Wright. And oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I know. I think I know. <laughs> yeah, I learned all of like my business marketing aspects of that from like her YouTube videos. And she always used to, you know, compare like training or practicing and acting to like sports. Like you're not going to become a professional soccer player if you never practice soccer. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Training is really, really important. Right. Because I feel like if I don't take training for like a certain amount of time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to get back into this right now. <laughs> And there's so many ways, I was talking about this in another talk, uh, one of my other friends, she said, uh, auditioning in and of itself, even if you are by yourself and you don't have a coach, that's training you, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like a coach also helps you train for the times when they aren't available, when it's just gonna be you. Right, right, yeah. I have a question that a lot of people don't have an answer to, I know I definitely don't have an answer to it. Um, how do you deal with or not deal with rejection in all industry parts, you know, TV, film, theater, all of it? Yeah, well, that is, that is a really hard thing. And I really don't have like a really sure way to deal with it. Cause it's still so hard every time, no matter what, but I would say when I'm really pushing myself to think about it, I like to think about all the other actors, they've gone through the same thing. You know, they're going through the same thing as me and, you know, like connecting with people like you. Right. And it makes me realize that they're going through the same thing and, you know, I'm okay. And, you know, I like to keep creating and I like to create, whether it's writing in a book or making a video with my cousin, I let, if there's a character I love, then I like to kind of bring that character's legacy on in the other things I create for me. Yeah, that's really important. I've heard a lot of people say that, like, create your own work, even if it's not like on some big scale or some like professional yeah. thing, just like do something that gets you creative, like whether it's related to the industry or not related to the industry, just yeah, something, like, something I love, you know? something right. that makes me happy. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm doing these like youth industry talks to talk about like kids in the industry and how it's different when you grow up. Um, Because I feel like there's a lot of 
quote unquote stigma of child actors. And people think of child actors, they think of people who like made it or whatever. And then when you think of adult actors, I feel like a lot of people think of like, oh, people struggling to make ends meet in New York, waitering at like tables and stuff. But there are a lot of young people who haven't quote unquote, like made it yet and are still in that, like they're training, they're auditioning, they're doing all the right things. They're, you know, so I guess my question to you is how does it, do you think it's different to be young and in the industry? And when did you start kind of realizing it's a business? Well, I would say I started realizing it was sort of a business when, because when I transitioned from theater to TV and film, I realized just how hard it is, like the rejection you face. And, you know, then I realized when I got my first job, you know, this is a, this is an actual job. I'm actually getting paid for it. And one day I'm going to be living in my own house. And if I continue being an actor, I'm going to pay my own bills. (laughs) And I, I, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's a lot, I think it's a lot different, and it's hard to think about that, it's weird to think about that, but I definitely, yeah. Because you're 13, right? Yes, I'm 13, turning 14 on August 8th. Oh, okay, so yeah, you're still, like, pretty young. I mean, you've been doing it for a few years, um, but in terms of the, I always say, like, the business stuff side of things, like, emails, meetings, auditions, stuff like that, like, how involved um, do you have your parents help you with and how um, independent like are you in doing it? Because I know like obviously you have to have your parents help you with do things, especially legal things, signing contracts, all that yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. How much of it do you do on your own and how much of it do you think you like you like to have your parents help you with? Yeah, well, I feel like my parents do still help me a lot, but I'm trying, I'm really trying to learn how to do everything because you know when I get older I'm going to have to do those things by myself and I think it's important that I am independent and I try to do those things for myself you know I think that's very important so I'm trying to teach myself how to do those things now so that when I'm an adult I'm like uh what the heck's happening (laughs) yeah I it's it's been kind of fun like because I started doing professional when I was 14 almost 15 so a little over like a year of you and I was going into high school at the time so I was like in that area of like you have to start to kind of be independent when you go into high school so I was kind of thrown into like doing it all on my own so like I found my agent by myself I did my resume by myself like all the emails setting up meetings all that stuff and I feel like it it really helped me and also helped to have the support system of my parents obviously to help me with all the things oh, yeah. that I needed because it's a lot like there's so much that people don't like realize like yeah I'm so that... grateful for my parents I mean right. I just yeah I'm so grateful that they're here to support me and help me because all this stuff is really crazy and hard sometimes <laughs> yeah um another um question that I haven't asked in the the talks yet but I I uh I wanted to ask you when COVID hit um was it a big transition for you because I know since you live in Alabama you do a lot of self-taping anyway so how much did that affect uh your career would you say well I don't well number one I think it might have affected it in a way that I can't just go to New York because of COVID because I live in Mo in Alabama so it's not like you have to live in New York if you want to get a job there when it first started right um, so that was kind of hard but 
with, with the self-taping, of course, nothing really changed for me. And I'm also homeschooled, so nothing really changed for me. And I think there was actually some positives to it because I was, you know, Zoom. I was able to take classes, workshops, meet with people I never would have been able to meet with, casting directors, new teachers. I got to do movie musicals. I My creativity just ran wild, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree for me. It was the same because I I live in Massachusetts, so I, I am I am close to Boston for my, my local market. But in terms of New York, like I do go sometimes if I have to to film something or if I have a really important meeting or audition. But for the most part, I try not to go like all the time. So when when COVID hit, obviously COVID's horrible. But in terms of like my career, it was great. Like I self-taping became even more of a thing. Like you know, um, agents were way less, uh, what's the word, skeptical to sign people who were out of New York. It, for me at least, and a lot of people like you who aren't, who aren't in New York or in LA or like in Atlanta, places like that, like it was so helpful. Like you said, my creativity was insane. There were so many opportunities. Yeah. yeah I have like tons of Google Docs of just like random stories I've just started writing or random scenes I just started writing just because I wanted to. I will say something that was hard was when you scheduled a lesson with someone to do a self-tape and somebody would be like mowing the lawn so I couldn't film the self-tape and I was and we were like and I, my mom texted the neighbor and she was like can you please stop right now we're trying to film a self-tape. Oh my gosh. It's the worst. That's another question I should ask people. Uh, where do you have your self-tape set up at home? Is it always up or do you only um, set it up when you have a self-tape? Well, it used to be out um, in what is now my brother's gaming room. So, and like, it was always, almost always set up there, but then we moved it to my room and I kind of, I have my blue screen set up in my room. And I have all of my lights and my tripod just like set up in the corner. And whenever I need to get them, I just take them out. I don't really have anywhere else to put them. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I, yeah, that's the, the best thing to have. Cause when you have those last second auditions, the last thing you want to think about is, oh, where's, where's the screen? Where's the lights? Where's like, that's the last thing you want to think oh, about. Oh yeah. When they're all in just one corner and my blue screen's already set up, it's like, oh, there's, it's right here. I don't have to be stressed about this. I can focus on my audition. <laughs> Right, right. Um, in the spirit of it being youth industry talks, um, in your time in the industry, what, if any, um, issues or challenges um, do you think go on that like us as a young generation can hope to fix when we become adults, if there are any that you think of? Yeah, well, when I first think of the issues, I think of, number one, just not being inclusive, you know? I feel like we can help improve that by advocating for each other. And it shouldn't matter, you know, our eth uh, the ethnicity or the gender or the orientation or body type. I don't think that will matter anymore. And that's a time, I mean, I think that's a time that is coming soon. We're moving in a positive direction. And I think that's something that this generation is really gonna help improve, especially with social media. And, you know, just, we can really help each other out. Right. I agree. And I know you said that you um, do sometimes for fun writing scenes or writing books or things like that. And I, I had a, um, uh, a screenwriter actually on a, uh, a few days ago. She was an actress and a screenwriter. And we were talking about 
um, I forget the word, oh, um, perspective in, in the writing room and like um, having characters that reflect like what the real world looks like and things like that. So I don't know, it's just something for you to think about as you yeah. start writing. It's just so fun to, to write, even if you look back, sometimes I look back on it and I'm like, wow, that sucked. But it's I like, <laughs> hey, at least we're going somewhere. Cause when yeah. the more experience we get, when we're adults, we'll be able to write those characters that reflect the real world. Like a, a huge diverse group of characters in a show or a movie or a series. I think that's super important. Yeah, me too, definitely. <laughs> and um, I have um, my last question, which is kind of like a, a, a overarching question. So you can go as deep or as not deep as you want, but I like hearing everyone's answer to this. Um, what do you think young people or us as a generation or people up and coming in the industry or young people in the industry now have to offer um, in front of the camera, behind the camera, all of it? You know, I feel like we have to offer um, a new perspective because we, I mean, we have uh, grown up through a pandemic and I feel like we just we really just have a new style of acting, I feel like. We're not, we're not afraid to be raw and real and just natural and ourselves. And I really feel like that's what the new generation has to offer. That's that's so interesting that you said a new style of acting because I, my favorite thing, and we, we've been in a group class together. And by the way, she's amazing. I've seen her do scenes. She's absolutely funny. And the scene that you were doing was funny. I've also seen you do drama <laughs> scenes. You're amazing. Um, I. I like, I love group classes so much and I try to do them as much as I can because they're just, they're, especially with the right teacher and like, it's so cool to see other people just have fun and like to see other people be coached too. Yeah. Group classes are really good because you're working with someone else and you can, you can, I guess you can be really, you can really connect with the other actor and especially, you know, the class we took with Sarah Baskin, that was like, that changed the way I view acting completely. Like, I guess you can say it changed my acting life completely. It just, it was the best. <laughs> yeah, she, I remember we were DMing after and, and you were like, when I see a class with Sarah, I drop everything and I do it. I beg my parents, she's the best. Yeah. She, she really is. Uh, two more things. One, um, advice to other young actors before they're professional or after. And okay. then after that, I have one last thing. The first advice I have is that our generation is a unique generation of people. So we shouldn't hide who we are. You are ultimately what gets you the job. The reason you get the job is because you are you. And I, that sounds really cliche or something, but I think it's really important. And also, like Sarah Baskin says, you are enough. So don't worry about if you're not enough because you are enough. And I feel like you shouldn't be afraid to share your experiences with others and be vulnerable, especially with like social media nowadays, you can really connect with others and you can really see that other people are going through the same thing as you are. So there's no reason to be afraid. And yeah, and we need to lift each other up and we need to, we can learn and collaborate from each other, just like, you know, you're doing today. And yeah, I mean, just because you don't, and also just because you don't get the job does not mean you're a bad actor. The right role will come at the right time and it will be your role. And the last, I'm sorry, the last piece of advice I have is don't give up. You have to keep pushing and working hard. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, 
those were great. Those are all super important. And, and like, and, and take it literally, like, I feel like I heard like, you know, people always say, oh, don't give up in the industry, but, but really like really don't like, yeah. it, you're going to have, you will, when, as soon as you go professional, you're going to have a few thoughts like, oh, this is worth it. Should I really be doing this? But like, yes, do it. Like, like you just said, the right role will come for you. And I never knew what that meant. And it, correct me if I'm wrong in the way you were saying it, but the right role, meaning um, you have a type of character that you audition for a lot of the time. And a lot of the time, the things that you get cast in, what even if the character isn't exactly like you, there's some essence in that character that you give off. Like yeah, the vibe, if, if that makes sense. Like yeah, the vibes yeah. you give off are kind of like the character does. Yeah. Is that the way you meant it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my last little uh, question is any... Um, any new things coming out? Anything to plug that you want people to know about to go see? Instagrams, websites, shows coming out, movies coming out, theater, anything? Yeah, well, lately I, I've been doing my first live theater show back, Beauty and the Beast, which is like actually a New Orleans themed version of it, which is really interesting and unique. So yeah, you can buy tickets on my Instagram if you live in Alabama, of course. And then, of course, I told you earlier that I am, I booked a role um, as a uh, co-star in a major network series, which is exciting. And if I can't share much about it right now, but if you want updates, you can go follow my social media, which is Brooklyn underscore Davey. And if you like Hamilton, go check out my Etsy shop, Sincerely Brooklyn. <laughs> this has been great. Thank you so much for having me. I am so yeah. glad. And I can't wait to see all the other talks with all the other actors. And I think this is just gonna be great. Yeah, thank you so much um yeah keep in touch i'll be promoting i'm so excited to know what the series is like i like i'm like i need to know so bad um yeah oh trust me i'll promote the heck out of it i i love support actor friends do that support your yeah, fellow support. actors yes yeah. okay yeah. Well, um thank you so much thank you and that was our talk with brooklyn uh it was so nice to sit down with her and catch up after we did our class together a few weeks ago uh, she was super sweet. Everyone go follow her on Instagram. Uh, if you live in Alabama, go buy tickets to her show and keep an eye out for the co-star role that she just booked. It should be coming out sometime. I don't know when it is, but make sure you go watch it. Uh, support fellow actors. And yeah, the next youth industry talk is coming up. <laughs>